Good morning. It's uh, Wednesday morning. I hope you're uh, doing well as we uh, continue studying God's Word together here each morning. And we, we read and we pray and we drink our coffee and we uh, get our day off to a good start. So it's always good to be with you. I'm thankful that you've chosen to spend a few minutes uh, with me uh, as we now uh, have our reading for the day. And I think about what God wants to say to us through this. Uh, within our uh, suggested readings for today, um, the passage that really spoke to me the most was uh, from Galatians. Our, 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 in the New Testament reading, we're, we're going through Galatians uh, this week. Uh, so it, Galatians is a, there's a little, a little chunk of, of Paul's work in the kind of middle of the New Testament. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, that are all three short letters, not particularly long to read, but are packed full of so much good stuff. Uh, Galatians, Ephesians, Col- Philippians, Colossians. I was taught to... Um, Memorize them by the mnemonic device, God's Electric Power Company. So uh, you could always, if you're ever looking for something good to read, you can go to one of those four, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and find something really worthwhile. So um, we're reading through Galatians in our New Testament reading this week. I want to read to you. Um, uh, this Today's reading was uh, chapter 2, 11 through, um, 11 through uh, the end of the chapter, which is verse 21. But I really want to focus more on 15 through 21, where it writes this. And this is, uh, well, I'll read it and then I'll give you some background. Um, We ourselves are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. Yet we know that a person is justified not by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. We have come to believe in in Christ Jesus so that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by doing the works of the law, because no one will be justified by works of the law. But But if, in our effort to be justified in Christ, we ourselves have been found to be sinners, is Christ the servant of sin? Certainly not. But if I build up again the very things I once tore down, then to demonstrate that I am a transgressor. For through the law I die to the law, that I may live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live in the faith, it lived by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God. For if justification comes through the law, then Christ died for nothing. Okay. A little background what's happening here in the in the, in the first Two chapters of Galatians basically lay out what's happening here. In the in the early church, there was a debate on what it what it took to become a Christian. Um, the first thousands of believers, if you go back and read the Book of Acts, were Jewish believers. Individuals, uh, Pentecost was a Jewish holiday where the Spirit fell and Peter began to preach, and thousands got saved. But these thousands were Jews. Uh, they were there. They were there at Jerusalem celebrating Pentecost. And the church begins to really spread in the Jewish community first. You see this throughout all of Acts, um, that Jews uh, get saved. Then when you see the missionary efforts go out, especially Paul, you begin to see that Paul would first go to the synagogue and preach. And then typically he'd be rejected, and then he would go and find others to preach in. But the first generation of Christians were Jews. And then you begin to see Gentiles, non-Jews, become Christian. And so then the early church began to be made up of part Jewish, part Gentile. And so the question was, well, what do we do with this? Must these Gentiles who become Christian first become Jewish, if you will, become become Jewish in their practices when they become Christian? Or is Christianity a distinct thing? In other things, is Christ, in other words, is Christianity basically a subset of Judaism, or is it a brand new thing that is based that it comes out of the teachings of? Not that it disregards the teaching of the past, because you can't read the New Testament and not believe the inspiration and the calling and the power of the Old Testament. 
but it also focuses on something a little bit. It it it, it goes to the heart of the matter. As we see Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount always say, "I did not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law." He comes to drill down to the heart of the matter because that's what's happening here. There's a debate in the early church. Paul's uh, chapter verses eleven through um, um, fourteen talk about Paul and Peter fussing because of um, Gentiles and Jews eating together. Jews would not had Jews had certain eating practices and certain eating patterns, and there became a division in the church. Well, should Jews and Gentiles eat together? Should they eat separately? Things such as that. And so, what um, what Peter, what, what Paul is saying here is, no, we're not saved by the law. And by the law, he doesn't mean the ethical teachings of the law, but the ritualistic ceremonial law that so many practice. Paul says, no, I'm not, we're not saved by these things. We're not saved by these things. We're saved by Jesus Christ. He says, I've crucified the law to myself. Remember, the law is not the ethical teachings of the Old Testament. Love, love of them. When Jesus says the greatest commandments to love God and love neighbor, he's quoting directly from the Old Testament. You know, he the, the ethical teachings that shape Jesus, that shape us, are Old Testament based. Um, the Old Testament and the New Testament do not work apart from each other. They work together. They're all, uh, the, the, the spirit is interwoven these two texts together. They're not two separate texts, if you will. They're all part of one story of God's plan of redemption. But uh, Paul's saying that I've, I've crucified the law. I've crucified these religious ceremonial patterns that have been important to mark us as distinct. I've crucified them because now it's Christ who lives within me. He says in verse 20, it is no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God. For if justification comes from the law, then Christ died for nothing. That's the key verse right there that, that's important for us this morning. If, if justification comes to the law, then Christ died for nothing. What's that mean? Well, if you can save yourself, what Jesus come for? And if you can save yourself, what Jesus come for? If you can get it right yourself, if you're good enough, if you're perfect, you know, if, if your righteousness can, can do it, then Jesus came for nothing. We're not saved by anything we do. Paul, Paul's here talking about customs and practices that the people have followed for many centuries. He's not talking about bad things. The things that he's talking about is not bad. But they are salvation. We're not saved by any of our actions. We're not condemned by any of our actions. We're saved or we're condemned by faith in Jesus Christ. I would encourage you to watch our Bible study tonight at St. Matthew's, STM umc.org slash live or on Facebook because I'm going to talk a little bit about evangelism and I'm going to talk about uh, some scriptural texts that can help us show others what the gospel looks like and how it is we can become a Christian. We're not saved by our actions. We're not. I'm not saying to be stupid. I'm not saying to go do dumb things. I'm not saying to reject Christ. But I'm saying is that our salvation does not come from anything that we do. Our salvation comes from what God has done through Christ Jesus. And so we don't save ourselves. Our job is to respond to what Jesus Christ has done. That's our job. Our job is a response. Our job is not an initiation to any of this. God does it. God reaches out to us. God gives us grace. 
God calls us. God saves us. Our response is a response of faith. Paul says, if I could be justified by the law, if I could be justified by the law, then Christ died for nothing. I mean, if we're good enough to save ourselves, then what did Jesus come for? It's not me plus Jesus equals salvation. It's Jesus equals salvation. If there's one thing you have to do, is you have to believe in faith plus X, worship the right way, believe exactly the right thing, uh, be baptized exactly the right way, whatever. If, if, if it's Jesus plus this equals salvation, Jesus plus whatever it is I got to do equals salvation, then you're saying you saved yourself because it's not fully Jesus. Our salvation is fully Jesus. Our salvation is fully the cross, the empty grave, and the confession we make upon Christ in our belief in him. It's not Jesus plus me equals salvation. It's Jesus equals salvation. Because if I can do enough, if I can do enough to save myself, then as Paul says, Jesus died for nothing. So today that's a relief for us. Our salvation doesn't rest upon us. Your salvation doesn't rest upon you getting it right all the time. doesn't rest upon you being perfect. doesn't rest upon anything that you do. Your salvation doesn't rest upon you. Your salvation rested upon what Jesus Christ did. Our job is not to earn it. Our job is to accept it. That's the beauty of Christianity. Not that we earn it. Not that we get it right. Not that we're always perfect. Our salvation is not a wage we earn, but it's a gift we receive. So go out today and live a thankful life because of the work of Christ in your life and because of the grace of God given to you to allow you to know him. Hey, I love you guys. I would enjoy encourage you to join us tonight for Bible study as we unpack this a little bit more. Um, have a great day. I will see you tomorrow morning. Hopefully see you tonight for Bible study and we'll see you tomorrow morning um, for, Bible, for uh, more devotional time. Have a great day.